everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. And let me tell you, it's going to be hot tonight because one of the, <laughs> uh, the cast members is very intoxicated tonight. I'm not going to say who it is. Um, you know, hey, what's up, Al Reynolds? <laughs> what's up, Claudia? <clears throat> I am not intoxicated. I am just enjoying a very nice apple martini. I did not say it was you. And what's up, Funky Dineva? And he told her, what's up, y'all? It ain't me tonight because I'm doing what? Unlocking my better self. Now, how many apple martinis have you had, Al? This would be the first apple martini of the first evening. First of all, well, we're not about to do start the show with a lie. Because I know you, Al, you can go through some drinks before you really get there. But when you get there, you get saucy. I'm I saying uh, no, I'm saying for Claudia and y'all, the right? minute Al logged on, he was saucy and laughing. I'm simply saying, You're welcome, and Al starts laughing. Well, and then tell, tells us we're boring because we're not drunk like him. You guys are boring, you guys are boring tonight because I'm, I'm sitting over here giggling, and they're like, Well, you need to get yourself together. We're getting ready to go on air. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, he's not drunk, he's just feeling good. How about we say that? Yes, yes, gonna be interesting. All right. Well, before we dive into some topics, we are kicking off the show by highlighting random facts about Breast Cancer Awareness Awareness Month with Did You Know? All right, y'all. The American Cancer Society recommends that all women should consider starting mammogram screenings at age 40. But did you know that according to the Susan G. Komen Foundation, Black women have higher rates of breast cancer compared to white women among females under the age of 40. Did you guys know about this statistic? We hear this all the time that a lot of times we suffer from breast cancer a lot more because it's not detected early, Al? Yeah, you know, I shared with the team when I signed on that my uh, elementary school crush and high school crush had gone through, was in stage four, and she really battled a horrible journey with breast cancer. Over 22, 19 to 22 surgeries, um, reconstructive surgery, and all of that over a course of three years of battling with cancer, which I'm hoping to share either this week or next week with you guys, our experience together, me helping her with that journey. But yeah, that's when I learned it, Claudia, and it was very shocking. The other shocking thing is for ladies who start to go to try to get detected or be tested your survival rate is 90% higher if you, your five-year survival rate is 90% higher if you do um, do early detection. All right. Uh, Q, what do you think? Um, I never knew anybody affected by breast cancer, but everybody knows cancer is important to me. I lost my grandmother, my mother, and my father all to cancer, so we already know how I'm going. Um, that's why Breast Cancer Month tends to be kind of sad for me. Um, I don't know. Same. I lost some family members as well. So uh, let's take a moment to acknowledge one of our soulmates who shared her diagnosis story and is testimony to the fact that early screenings can save lives. 30-year-old Tanisha Gist of North Carolina was diagnosed with breast cancer at 33 years old. Now, Tanisha says that the cancer has progressed to stage four. Tanisha has become an advocate for all insurance plans to cover mammograms starting at age 30. She also started the Anisha Strong Emergency Fund at Winston-Salem State to help students who are ill or are taking care of an ill family member. Now, you can show your support and follow her journey through social media at The Real 
Nisha Strong. Uh, thank you, Tanisha, for sharing your story. And it's N-E-I-S-H-A. So thank you so much. All right, y'all, what do you think of Tanisha's story and her advocation for early mammogram screenings, Al? I think it's amazing. And I, I love the fact that she's starting it at a university because at a university is when you, when you teach individual stuff like this, they take it back to their home communities and they spread the word. This is kind of like the Oprah Winfrey method where she had that school for women in order to de decrease disease in, in the country. She taught the girls the disease in the school. So when they went home, they taught everybody in the community. Brilliant idea. Keep up the great young work, young lady. All right. Thank you. You know, I love our soulmates. I thought we were going to get some stories of just like sad people like, oh, I got breast cancer. I don't have any hair, but I'm loving the fact that she's got this initiative. I hate that she's so young, but to Al's point, I'm glad that she's starting in the schools because it will help reach a lot of people using that as the venue to distribute the information. And also we tend to feel like we're invincible, right? When we're with, with our youth and to think um, like 30 is not an age that you should start checking now, not 40, 45, 50. It's not really, it's affecting people younger. So I like that there's a younger face that we can relate to. So we wish you the best and thank you so much. Soulmates, if you have a, if you are a breast cancer survivor or have been diagnosed, please submit your photo hometown and your testimony to TGIF at foxhole.tv. We love to share your story with our audience. All right, y'all, let's jump into some topics. All right, Blueface is acting a fool again, and this time he's spilling some alleged tea about a sexual encounter between him and Megan the Stallion, allegedly. Blueface appeared on the Jason Lee show and said he'd been, th he'd been there, done that, when asked if he ever slept with Megan. Blueface continued saying, somebody got a, some, wait, somebody got some bleep a long time ago. Do you believe Blueface's kiss and tell story? Q, let's go to you first on this. Absolutely one. not. I don't think Megan Stallion get down like this. This is not Krishan. I don't like it. Um, we know that they love to do things for clout. I just didn't like this at all. And I don't believe that Megan Stallion would get down with Blueface like this. All right, Al? I disagree. Um, we know that they were both on the XXL uh, freshman list together in 2019. Also, we found on that list was the baby who we do know from court documents that they had sexual in, in uh, sexual interactions, the uh, baby and and um, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, and then, then we look at the other list that she's been connected to other rappers. I just think that she's a young, beautiful young lady. And if she wants to get down with other rappers or other guys, that's more than half, more than fine. But in my opinion, she's had more than just a hot girl summer. She's had a hot girl fall, spring and uh, winter. So, and what's wrong with that? Claudia talks about that all the time on the show. Men do it all the time. Why can't she enjoy her life? If she see an attractive guy that she wants to experience and do something with sexually, why can't she? I mean, we all do our thing, right? But it's like, Blueface, you're on an interview with your on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off again girlfriend this week. It's not Krishan's turn this week. It's 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 Jaden's turn. Y'all are there to promote her. And you are talking about like other women that you allege gave I don't know what keeps. He was going. asked. He was asked a direct question. He was, but before, um, he was alluded, before he alluded to it, he was asked a direct question, which for me, when I watch the interview, I want to know where did Jason get the lead? Where did he where did he get the lead? And in fact, he called it being scooped. His answer, he felt he was being scooped. So what exactly does that mean? How, how do you just pull out of the blue 
to ask a question about Megan Thee Stallion to a guy who you would think never would be in the same room with her. Well, her name was going to come up because remember his mother was on this weird campaign saying that those two should be get together mm-hmm. and all that weird stuff that Clarissa, Carlissa, whatever her name was saying. So I don't know, just I, 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 would you answer all the questions in front of your current mates like that? I don't know. But then again, this is blue face we're talking about. This is not a normal okay. human being. So. But you know what, Claudia, speaking of her mother, we got a comment from Sly Red Fox 85 to say his mama came for you, Claudia. <laughs> oh, I didn't you know see what? it. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I haven't seen it. But I like what, wh- what Brooklyn yeah, Labor said. Megan put the H-O-R in horse. <clears throat> Ow. Oh, God. It's gonna be funky. It's about to be a long show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what type of horse pasture Virginia comedy was that? That was just I I don't even know where it. the joke went. I didn't. She put the whore in horse. H O R whore horse. You see, guys, this is why I'm saying they're dry today. Okay, fine. I'll drink water from now on. All right. <laughs> on to the next thing, Claudia. Oh, yeah, and I did hear that the mom has said something because we talk about them on the show and she apparently got in her feelings like, I know you from back, girl. We ain't never hung out, okay? Do you so know her from back in the day? I do not remember ever meeting her, but I know there was an event in Dallas that I was hosting. It was like a fashion show and they had the mothers of reality stars there and she was there, but I didn't even know what a blue face was then. It was a couple of years ago before he kind of exploded. I only knew after he got like the reality stuff popping. I... I'm 50 years old. Blueface, I'm not his demo. You know what I mean? Makes so, Are you the uh, age of his mother? Yeah, I guess we're closing in age, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, we don't know each other. And I don't even think we even said anything at that event. But yeah, we don't. she was just trying to be messy. I think she just likes to, whoever's going to respond. And you know me, I will respond sometimes. So I think she just wants, you know, she wants that internet. Attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, you're welcome. Carlissa, Clarissa, whatever. All right, it looks like social media is enjoying Candy Burris' launch of her new athleisure wear. Uh, Candy released a promo video showing off her joggers with the caption, I'm about to headbutt this bitch. Now, one person commented, Sheree got 24 hours to respond. And another person said, damn, a new apparel line and Sheree still sending broken links. Hey, y'all. What do you think of Candy's promo and her new joggers? And do you think it's fair for Sheree to catch a stray? Go ahead, Al. <laughs> this is petty at its finest, if you ask me. But you know what? Uh, Candy just has the ability to act and bring something from conception to fruition. And, and she knows she can. And she showed Sheree, obviously right here with this bringing this to fruition, that she can do it and do it properly without all the issues. I'm sad that you know Sheree's a friend of mine. I'm sad that that she's catching this stray, but you shouldn't have been talking junk against Candy because Candy is known. Anything that she puts her mind to, she's going to make it happen. And not only is she going to make it happen, but she's going to make it successful. All right, Funky, what do you think about this? Strays or not? Nah? Of course it's a stray, but I think Al should have went right in and helped his friend. Brand strategist with her she by Sheree. But we all know what Candy do, right? If you shade Candy on the show, She's going to take the shade and turn it into a business. Sheree came for her with the tag stuff, tried to make it seem like, oh, she don't have a business. She don't, she said cheap Shein clothes. And Candy said, you know what? I'm going to show you how to do she by Sheree better than you. And that's what she did. Let's get back to Al, since you're in a 
Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Since you're you're in the states tonight, I would love to talk to you. Like, have you ever reached out to her about maybe maybe doing some pro bono work for her as a brand strategist? Because like you have all these ideas for her, you care about her. Maybe there could be like an Al and Sheree collaboration. Well, you know, I did reach out to her because I do know different manufacturers that could have helped her bring this distribution quicker and better. But she had already put so much capital in her in the the course that she wanted to take. So as a friend, I can only offer, right? You can bring the horse to the water but or the camel to the water, but you can't make them drink. And as a friend, I felt like I did the best I could given the parameters of our friendship. So she want to hire you. <laughs> he put capital. I don't think twenty five hundred dollars constitutes capital. And then we saw on the show she didn't pay none of the damn vendors out. So I really don't know what you're talking about. Well, but maybe you could do like a. You know how they have like the collaborations that be like Al times Sheree. You know what I mean? Sheree times Al. You know what I mean? Like, and then y'all can like collab because I actually like her. I like both of them. I really do. Um, I, you know, it's been like they said. It's been like a lot of years. I would love to see like her to be able to be like, uh huh. We have some comments, Funky. We do. So Cousin Jules Kitchen said, Candy should have paid for the patterns that Sheree never paid for and dropped them. And Kivo said, Sheree took 15 years and Candy took 15 weeks. I cannot face, I cannot face green, smiling face, green. Oh, it translated his emojis. And last but not least, Stephanie Colbert said, Candy absolutely did this despite Sheree. Confirmation that Sheree is coming back next season. I cannot wait to see it. All right, the battle of the brands. We'll keep it locked. Al Reynolds, will you be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 1000 next Ooh, season? No. Keep your eyes and ears open. I love a reality show check. Okay. Or oh, an appearance. Show that booty. All right, coming up next, find out what got Antonio Brown in trouble this time. And later, find out why fans are calling out Alicia Keys. We got that tea. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Oh, welcome back to TGIF. Of course, we have a few comments for you, Al. They oh, said, boy. we saw that booty in the next 15. Mm-hmm. He went in the, in the room with the glass being shady with uh, his booty out. And they said, um, I remember who said this. I still, okay. R- River Rainwater says, I still remember when Al got Susie cussed out by Evelyn and Jen being messy. I didn't, mm. I didn't see that. And that was basketball-wise. He got cussed out on basketball-wise. Uh, whatever happened to that girl? What happened to Susie? Uh, I don't know. I don't think nobody knows. We did, we haven't seen her after that. Those reality shows, it's like sometimes when it goes off, it's like when that season's over, like you're you're done. Like it's hard. You got to get back on something else. Or they will she white? Her. She probably she all right. She white. <laughs> <laughs> she was on there a lot of seasons. Though remember, didn't Evelyn bloody her nose? Didn't they get into a fight? You remember that there was actual blood when with Susie. I didn't really watch that show. Hmm. The real Armando says I need to see Al's booty, and they put a peach in there. Oh well, we've posted pictures of it, so oh, you know what? It's, it's time to post some more. We gonna get no, Al. Send us a picture as soon as the show goes <laughs> off, because I know no. it's gonna be good tonight. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. Former NFL player Antonio Brown was arrested in Florida for not making child support payments to his ex, Wiltrice Wilson, uh, Jackson. Uh, Antonio was arrested just days after Wiltrice revealed that he owed her almost 
$31,000 in child support. Wiltrice told TMZ that she wants him arrested because right now he's making a mockery out of the judge, out of everything, because he feels like he's untouchable. What do you have to say about Antonio ducking his child support? Remember, Antonio was released uh, a short time after his arrest. He ended up paying $15,000. The amount needed to get out of jail, but not his child support. Uh, Q, what do you think about this? The funny thing about it is I was looking at that picture with Antonio and the knotless braids, and I didn't know if that was him or if that was Will Trees. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, damn. I mean, not that one, the other one production, the one with the knotless braids, when he was looking like Chung Lee. I mean, I that one. Is, is that Antonio or is that Will Trees? That's Antonio. Okay. I, of course I knew it was Antonio, the booth. It looks anyway, like I mean, and down, down in Florida, is he in Florida, Claudia? I think he is, but I think They so. won't suspend your driver's license. I didn't know they were sending people to jail. I mean, this is messed up, but he's got, well, maybe he don't have the money because remember his football team, he owed all them people them checks and he didn't give it to them. Maybe he don't have the money, Miss Wiltrice, but I think that, you know, this is what happens when you don't pay your child support. And he had so, he was in such a prime position to really make money, but he would get a contract, get annoyed with something, leave, go to another team, get a contract. And football's not largely not guaranteed contracts, the whole thing. Like, there's, you got to make that those your marks. Al, what do you think about Antonio Brown? And what, again, as a brand strategist, what would you tell him? And do you think he could ever get back in the NFL with his antics? Oh, I don't think he'll get back in the NFL. The thing is, he's using this Kanye West like uh, philosophy of marketing, which is to show off, show off, flashy, flashy. That's why when he, you know, posted bail, he had that big wad of money in his hand um, as it relates to this article. Do better, Antonio. The antics are are, are becoming old. If you can come up with fifteen thousand dollars to post bail, why can't you come up with fifteen thousand dollars to pay towards your child support? And you wouldn't have to go to jail but we know that he is seeing quite a few financial issues remember he owes $169,000 for selling that young man a fake watch in April of this year a jeweler said he owes him $1.095 million for a necklace that he made for him and then like you said he owes $21,000 to the league that he was a part of and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars to the coaches and the players of the team that he owns so I feel like you should spend less money on your going out, hanging out, and looking good every time you hit the carpet, and more money in settling your debt and doing right by the child that you created with that woman. Nikki Abundant said, I despise men or women that do not take care of their kids. Off a kick said, sad, too many deadbeat daddies, especially those with means, time, and money, shaking my head. And Casey said, we don't feel sorry for Antonio Brown. He messed up his own career. Yes, he did. He was at one point a, a very sought after receiver and he just tricked it all off with these weird ass antics. Then he wanted to be a rapper. Then he came for Keisha Cole. Remember that? He just did a bunch oh. of weird stuff in the past few years. All right. Speaking of supporting kids, actress Zoe Saldana spoke about raising her three boys in a gender neutral zone. Uh, Zoe says her and her husband teach their boys to celebrate their feminine selves. So say when you look at parenting, the whole thing about matriarchy and patriarchy and daddy's little girl and mom's boys, my husband and I find that completely ludicrous and absolutely unhealthy for the upbringing of a child. What are your thoughts on a gender neutral household? Let's go to you first, uh, Al. So I don't have kids, but I do have 11 nephews and one niece that I feel like I was a part of their tribe and raising them. 
I have I feel a certain way about this, and let me share with you why. The number one reason we know that parents choose to choose, I mean, choose the gender neutral home is because that parent had gone through a horrible experience, right? When they were growing up, they had a bad experience. 80% of the people who participate in this type of rearing in their home had a bad experience growing up. To me, I don't feel like that should be a gauge for how you raise three young boys. I, I, and especially these are mixed race boys. Some would consider them black little boys. And that's where my concern seeps in. For me, I think for those three young boys, because their situation is so unique, what's wrong with offering or teaching both options? When I say both options, I mean gender neutral as well as gender norms. I think when you get, teach them both the op option and give them the ability to be attracted to the one that they like, they will be better prepared as they venture out of that home into regular society. Production, can we see that picture of her again? She looked a little different in that picture. Of Zoe. Her avatar money ran out. First of all, <laughs> who picked that? She's a pretty, that. Her avatar money ran out. You know, Claudia, now I don't like this story and I don't like it because people are going to use this type of story to push this narrative that we're trying to teach the kids to be gay. Oh, we're teaching them to be feminine. We're teaching them to be gay. I definitely think kids should be comfortable and you should raise them to be comfortable and be who they are. But this feels a little uncomfortable to me, to be honest. It, it is, it is. I think for me, it's uncomfortable, Q, because when you say gender neutral, those of you read the articles about it, they strongly believe in avoiding trans tra traditions that are considered normal. That's the part that makes me feel uncomfortable with three young men. I don't, I, I think they're loving parents, obviously. They both work in concert. They chose this together. So I think they're going to have the love in the home. But I think if you, if you skew a child's learning too much, especially as young little boys, it just prepares them to, to when they, I'm going to say go back into normal society. They are going to, it's going to be awkward for them. I agree. And again, none of us have kids, right? So we're going to hear that. Y'all don't have kids. Where are your kids at? But I don't give a damn. I'm going to say this anyways. First of all, like you mentioned, one of y'all mentioned they're mixed of mixed, they're mixed, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to have enough problems, issues with that. That still happens right now. Then on top of that, I just wonder how, they'll be treated when they go, when they're kind of thrown thrown back into society and mixing with other kids that were not raised like that. Will they have issues? You know what I mean? Like, right. and I, I am a proponent of maybe teaching them all options. Like you said, Al, because you know, kids are mean and they pick up on anything that's different, you know? And on one hand, you do want to teach individuality and let them do their thing. But then on the other hand, I would probably want my kids to have as, easy as a time as possible with mean ass kids. Cause I think kids are meaner than adults in a lot of cases, um, but um, I don't know who do, what do I know? I just have cats and I can't keep a man. I have kids. Right? <laughs> All you right. Not you. Uh, what'd you say? What'd you say? I, say, you I say got a man. Not what not your you. man got to do with me? <laughs> I got a man. I'm not trying to hit that seat. <laughs> You know, the people that are on uh, my 600 pound life, they always have relationships too. It's so weird. Like, isn't this, they're never single. I just noticed that. All right. Anyways, check this out. An elementary school teacher in Houston, Texas resigned after an investigation discovered that she gave some of her students melatonin gummies without their parents' permission. I could totally see Q doing this. 
I can totally see no shade. Well, shade, no. I, and I'm with you. Uh, school officials haven't released their names, but the accused teacher has not been teaching at the school since September. What do you think about a teacher giving a kid melatonin without the parent's permission? And with kids being as bad as we've seen as of late, can you blame her? Cute. You know, it's funny, it's so funny you called my name because this sounds like something I would do. Um, and y'all know I'd be going to Mexico and be getting Xanax and stuff too. I'd probably oh be drinking a Xanax powder in a doggone goldfish because these kids are bad. And I think they were special needs kids. I mean, of course, it's funny. We want to laugh. But at the end of the day, she should be fired and under the prison. You can't be giving people's kids drugs to go to sleep. Like, hypothetically, it sounds good. Like, oh, I would just give them this. But in the real world, we probably shouldn't, I guess. Al, what are your thoughts? Yeah, not so much funny to me because we know that these are special ed students and and that to me would never be okay. This is a form of poisoning. And the deal is the CDC announced, you know, from their poison control that melanin, I mean, melatonin for young kids is an issue of them being overdosed to the to the tune that 4,000 kids were hospitalized from 2012 to 2021. Five of them had to be put on ventilators and two of them died. So dosing them wrongly could lead to death. And in this case, it could have led to death one of the students because he was a nonverbal special ed student. So if he had any type of adverse reaction, he couldn't have notified or, or told anyone that he needed help. So this is sad for me. I think she needs to lose her license. I think she should not be allowed to teach in the state anymore. And she should definitely serve some time for illegally poisoned special ed children. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yep. No, I, see I, I'm with you. You. I already see you, Claudia. I see, I see you. I, no, I see you. I see you. I see. I see you. You two should be ashamed of yourselves. Says Shame the drug man. Claudia, go on to you, the next thing. You, what are you thinking right now? I mean. Okay, never mind. So I know. I'm going to read a I mean. soulmate comment, and, and one of the soulmate comments said. <laughs> Uh, they the ones who need it the most. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> oh, a soulmate said that? Yeah, it's right. right. It's, uh, they the ones that need it the most. That was me. Okay, we're going to move on. No good could come of this segment. And we actually have been acting out the last couple of days in a row, so let's try to get through this show. Coming up next. Why is it so hard for us to be mature sometimes on certain topics? Coming up next, find out why Alicia Keys had to post and delete. And later, singer Mario says he's one of the best in R&B. We'll talk more about it. Keep it locked. Hit that like button if you want us to behave the rest of the show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we got some tips to help life just be a little bit easier in these times. Our right, life doesn't have to be bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work, and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically pre repaid from your next check. Now, if I needed something like earning, 
I'd probably use it at one of my casino trips. Like I need some extra money, but you know, it's good to know that they have this available if we need it. Now make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Now, when you download the Earning app, type in T under podcast. When you sign up, it's really to really help the show. That's T-E-A under podcast. Now, subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max, see earning.com slash TOS for details. Now, Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDICQ. I know you are wealthy now, but it wasn't always the case. And I'm sure you could have used this back in the day, correct? You know, I always talk about when I was in college, how I got stuck in the payday loan scam. You know, you pay the payday loan, you get paid on Friday, you never have enough money, you always get stuck in it. And earning would have been a great thing to fill in the gap. Whenever you don't have money, you always just need a couple hundred dollars to get you over the hump. And that's the beautiful thing about earning. You can do that to get you over that hump. Nice to know we have this if we need it, right, Al? Yes, you know, the part I like the most about earning is that it also gives, it makes you responsible. So even though you're getting a cash advance in advance, when in that paycheck hit, the money's taken out, correct? Is that how earning yeah. earn mm-hmm. works? So therefore, because I know me, back in the day when I was irresponsible, financially irresponsible, I wouldn't pay it back. And this helps you stay on track by forcing you to pay it back. All right. Promotional consideration furnished by earning. Let's get back to some more topics. I believe that's three days in a row where someone here has admitted to a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the one that was drinking. You two. Oh, boy. We just trying to keep you. <laughs> I'm the only one on this panel that's making sense so far. Really? Well, I'm saying you guys are making fun of special ed kids. No, no, no. No, we talked about melatonin in the vitamin aisle, and I, I actually use it on No, we never talked about melatonin in the vitamin aisle. That's I, what, told, I read you one of the that's what we decided. That's what we decided when we went off air, but no, uh-uh. But we already knew that, though. It's not a drug, Al, party pooper. Okay, let's get it back into the show. Alicia Keys <laughs> found herself facing backlash from social media after posting a photo of herself with a caption, question, what would you do if you weren't afraid of anything? Tell me your truth. I've had my eyes on paragliding. Now, some folks took offense to her post and accused Alicia of supporting the terrorist acts in Israel, where paragliders were used by terrorists as an attack method. Alicia has since deleted the post and later shared her apology, saying the earlier post was unrelated to the terrorist attacks. All right. Should celebrities be more careful about what they post or is social media causing people to jump to conclusions? And these things may very well not have been even related. Al, what do you think? Um, I think it could be two things could be true at the same time. I don't think that Alicia Keys had any idea that that the, that a part of the Hamas used paragliding to opt for the attack. Because what we found out from this story is that Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats, their home in San Diego is next door to a paragliding company. And she's always wanted to go over there and experience it. So it just happened that the analogy was taken the wrong way by some people. All right, Key, what do you think about this? They tripping or not? Of course they're tripping and listen, I know what's going on over there in Israel and uh, Palestine is bad. 
But the Israeli people over here in the U.S., y'all are really making it hard for people to exist. I mean, every little thing, oh, you're anti-Semitic. Oh, you're, you're against Israel. And it's like, come on. That lady was simply talking about paragliding and y'all turned this into something that it wasn't. Y'all got to back up just a little bit. I agree. I mean, and I pride myself on being someone that, you know, follows pretty much what's going on. And as far as the paragliding part of it, I wasn't that hip to that. I wasn't familiar with that, that they, that I, I knew about the bombing. I, I knew about that, but I didn't know about the paragliding. So let's not assume the worst every single time someone posts something and some things aren't related to what you, offends you. And also I want to piggyback off of um, how people's sensitivities are. It's gotten to a point where people are penalizing people that have empathy for babies that are Palestinian if they get injured, that we're not supposed to have any empathy for them because they're the ones that started the attack at the music festival. Just disregarding the history of what led to this, right? Um, I'm sorry. Anyone that's not a terrorist or a member of the military, like the innocent bystander just walking down the street trying to go get groceries for their kids, how dare you tell me I should not have empathy for that person just because they are not of the same background as you? Now you're just as evil as the people that you're mad at. We should be able to, as human beings, our hearts should be able to go out to seeing a, a father holding his child and not feel less uh, sympathy for him because he's Palestinian and, 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 and you're Israeli. We got to get to a point where we actually see each other as humans, regardless of the borders, the labels, the religion, the nationality, where you live. That's where we're lost because we just look at people like they're disposable because they're not the same as us. I had to go off on someone on Twitter about that. Like, how dare you tell me I can't have empathy when I see a child, a, a, a murdered child that has nothing to do with the, the conflict. I'm sorry. I had to go on that rant, but I just feel like people are kind of penalizing folks for having empathy. And I think that's ridiculous. And you're not going to shame me into that. You're not doing it. It's not happening. All right, y'all keep it locked because coming up next, a man gives a new meaning to Dine and Dash. And later we'll have a friendly debate uh -oh, about our favorite R&B artist. Stick around. You don't want to miss this. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, listen, we hear crazy stories pretty much every day, and they got me saying, Not me, girl. Not me, girl. <laughs> Never gets old. A man was arrested in Spain for allegedly faking multiple heart attacks at 20 different restaurants, allowing him to skip out on the bill. Look at him. Look at him. The 50, 50, we the same age? Put his picture back up. The 50-year-old man would perform his fake heart attack by clutching his chest and pretending to faint on the floor. Have you ever put on an act to skip on a bill, Funky? What do you No, think? I just ran out a report and stole it to Bank of America the next morning. <laughs> oh my God, how many crimes are we going to admit to on the show this week? Is it like, what is happening to the show? That's what I used to do when I was in college. When I was young and broke, we would go to Red Lobster and then just report it stolen the next morning. Oh, okay. Al, 
No, of course I wouldn't do anything that crazy. I, I'm, I'm just not that type of person. But I love this story. Not love this story. What's so interesting about this story is that this guy has done it 20 times. And he did it in a region in Spain called um, Alicante, right? And it started back in November of 2022. And so different rest, this particular restaurant owner, because he belongs to this restaurant association, had heard about this guy faking his you know, heart attack. So when he got to his restaurant, and did it instead of calling the ENT he called the police <laughs> so when the police arrived they were like dang he's at it again so that's how they knew that he was faking it but luckily though he has to stop now because all the restaurant owners have gotten together and they're going to do a joint complaint about him dashing dining and dashing and faking a heart attack so he doesn't pay the bill and that could lead for him being in jail for two years KX said, child, a bum. The bill was only $37. And yeah, he, she, only does, he does it below. He said he had a tactic that he would only do it in the, around the $30 bill because the restaurant owners wouldn't make a big deal about it as he was escorted out. They wouldn't chase him. And if they did, the max amount of time that he would spend in jail would be, you know, one or two days. Phoenix Rising said he needs, now nah, he needs to stop because it looks like he one fry away from a real heart attack. Now, that's a fact. Over the years, social media has debated the question, what would be the smarter business decision? Having dinner with Jay-Z or receiving $500,000, but one fan gave his answer straight to Jay-Z's faith. Take a look. Hey, ho, I'm taking that uh, 500K. I ain't taking that dinner, I'm taking that 500K. You feel me? <laughs> hey, it's love, though. You feel me? Yep. All right, y'all taking the $500,000 over dinner with Jay-Z or not me, girl, Q? Not me, girl. I'm taking a 500K because you can use 50 of that and go meet with whoever you want to meet with to get whatever type of knowledge you was trying to get with from Jay-Z. So I'm taking the money. Al? Taking the money, taking the money, taking the money. Right, because he might not be in the mood to even deal with you that day or he might be busy or be on phone calls. If, you know, he's a valuable man, high worth man. He's probably busy. He don't got time to give some stranger like his full attention like that. We're going to take the money and flip that. All right. An easy jet plane headed to London was delayed three times, leaving passengers on the plane for three and a half hours. The third delay was caused by someone leaving feces on the bathroom floor. After discovering the bathroom accident, the pilot announced to everyone that the flight was canceled and everyone would have to stay overnight with paid hotel accommodations. Would y'all happily accept the airline's apology and accommodations or not me, girl? You know who I'm going to first. <laughs> not me, girl. I'd be mad as hell, especially after your flight got delayed three times. That's why I always tell people you got to have a credit card when you go traveling with at least $5,000. Get you another flight with another airline. But I'd have been pissed if this happened to me. Same. Al? See, it's the three reasons why it was delayed that makes me disgusted, right? So the first reason it was delayed because they oversold the flight. They were trying to make more money. And because they oversold the flight, they had to tell people to, to, that they couldn't get on a flight. That delayed the flight. The second reason was because they oversold the flight, they had too many people. The plane, the second reason the plane was overweight. So they had to change planes. So because they had to change planes, they delayed. When they finally did get a plane, the third reason that they were delayed is because they 
the people were waiting to be on the plane and changing planes and all this. When they finally got in that plane, two people went to the bathroom and clogged up the toilets. So it's the reasoning, the reason why they delayed. Now I can have patience for like mechanical issues, but stupidity on the side of the airline for being greedy and overselling and your overselling caused these three delays. That's not fair. Absolutely. All right, y'all coming up. Find out who's on our list of greatest R&B artists. Keep it here. Welcome back to the show, Soulmates. Don't forget to hit that like button. Let me see what we at right now. We are at 1,000 likes and 5,000 people in the chat, 5,100. Okay. Now, Q ain't cussed y'all in a long time. He's been real nice. I, I'm just saying, I mean, what, what, what is going on? A long on? time, a long time. I'm trying to behave. Because, you know, they say I don't like black women, so I'm trying to behave. Well, it ain't just black huh. women. It's everybody in there ain't really hitting it. So you got something in you? No, I ain't got nothing in me today, girl. <laughs> Not today. Al, you have anything to say to the soulmates? Not bothering to hit that like button? Oh, come on, you guys. Hit that. Okay, let's see. Hit that like button if Claudia looks beautiful today with that long, flowing hair. Hey, hit that like button if Q, my favorite comedian, always makes you laugh. Hit that like button if you like the idea that you're going to get some cool facts that you never knew from me if you watch the show. And hit that like button if you would like to see us live in the studio. Hit that like button if you don't believe Al had only one drink tonight. How about that? Such haters. It's not. We just know you. All right. All right. Speed of hate, we're going to show love right now. R&B singer Mario sparked a friendly debate when he gave his top picks for an R&B Mount Rushmore. Take a look. Beyonce, Michael Jackson. Me. Okay, you. All right. <laughs> so the fourth person would be... The fourth person would be Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, Mario continued to say his R&B Mount Rushmore could go on forever, including Whitney Houston and Usher. Do you agree with Mario's picks and who would be on your R&B Mount Rushmore and why? Q, big, I know you're a big fan of music. What do you think? So we all know Mario's number three was wrong. And then he was thinking of a fourth and had the pause to think about Whitney Houston. Uh, this was easy for me. Number one, Aretha Franklin. Mm. Number two, Whitney Houston, number three, Anita Baker, and number four, Mary J. Blige. And the reason why I chose these women is because they all have different voices, but distinct contributions to R&B music. Okay, Al, what, about, what do you think about his picks and what are, you, what are your picks? Um, I like that he, you know, gave Whitney Houston her flowers, Michael Jackson for sure, Beyonce. I'm not sure Chris Brown belongs on Mount Rushmore. And I also wouldn't put Usher on, Roush, uh, on Mount Rushmore for me. I think I chose people that I, I really like people that can sing, like have that really intense, good old singing voice, kind of like some accused picks, but mine were D'Angelo, Maxwell, love me some Erica Badu. And did I say Usher? Is that Usher on the end? Did I say I, Usher? Yeah, that's kind of Usher. I'm thinking Usher, maybe Usher too. Okay. All right. Um, my picks are the, you know, the people that have just stood the test of time that have been very influential in my time. Um, I picked, of course, Michael Jackson. I just think there's no artist like him ever. Prince, 
whether it's songs that he made himself or he, like, you know, he's a musician. Like he would laugh at the idea of sampling a song. He was his own, you know, made all his own music. Um, although uh, t- taking the man away from his wrongdoings, R. Kelly, that is a prolific songwriter and creator of music. Like he was amazing. And I just hate that. He's just a, for the current times, I I I got I love Beyonce and I just think she has a chokehold on R&B. I think she's a fantastic performer and she has a charisma. I won't say the charisma of Michael Jackson, but she's she's up there. She's I I think she's up there and that's who I like. Um, all right, Funky. Um, this story might be your new favorite sport. Twenty-four <laughs> year old Ben Wooderoff is also known as a total destruction. Okay is a 20-year veteran and champion of the sport toe wrestling. Ben has surgically removed his big toenails to help him perform better at the World Toe Wrestling Championships. What do you think of this underground sport? And would you try it with your new toes? Because I'm sure you're going through uh, physical therapy now, right? Your feet going to be hella strong, right? Could you, what you think? Um, I'm not going through physical therapy yet. I'm on week four. My foot is still wrapped. Production is messy, but it is. Claudia, you're messy and your toes are more messed up than mine. So would you First of that? all, I just read the prompter, okay? Don't be mad at me for what Justin wrote. Justin, I love you, but don't be mad at me because I'm reading and you put your feet all over social media. So stop. I had one messed up toe. You had four. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. You had a whole foot. You have a whole hoof. I had some toes. Claudia, you told him it like, a, like a, a golf club. A black golf club. <laughs> and a corpse. Now, what were you saying? You wouldn't do the sport? Absolutely not. This is stupid. I, I, I would definitely do this. And not with my new toes. No way. My toes are fragile. Uh, oh, messy. Just you said messy. one toes messy. Shout, shout out to Jaws Podiatry, Dr. Wagner, yes. for fixing my feet. Yes, and as you come in from my toes, your doctor, our doctor, made my toes very pretty. So I, I don't, those toes don't live here anymore. So I don't know what you're talking about. you talking about the past. Al, would you do this? Would you do uh, foot wrestling? You like feet? Like, do you play foot? I, mean, I, you know, I like feet, but I'm not going to be wrestling with other people's feet and toes and and flipping and running around. No, I'll pass on this. But your toe look, your leg, your toe and your feet look very nice, Funky. Great job. Thank you. He has a ways to go. All right. A Georgia man was hit with a $1.4 million speeding ticket after going 95 miles per hour in a 55 miles per hour zone. The man initially thought it was a typo, but the judge said he either had to pay the amount or show up to court. I have never heard of a $1 million ticket and going 95. I actually got clocked at 90 and a 75 a couple weeks ago. And I just had to send that payment off, but a million dollar ticket. Can you believe the amount of this? Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's interesting. Anybody that lives in Savannah, the Georgia in Georgia, Savannah has what's called the Savannah law and it's for super speeders and super speeders is anyone that goes 35 miles per hour over the current speed limit. And when you go 35 miles per hour, you automatically become a super speeder. And in their e-citation software, anyone 35 miles per hour or over the minimum fine that, that starts out on your ticket is a million dollars. Well, that's not true. It's $999,999. That's where your ticket starts. And then you add your state fine along with your local Savannah fines, and you can find yourself in the position as this young man of having a $1.4 million speeding ticket. So What's the amount you said it was with them, them nines? Who? What was the amount you said with the nines? 
So you know how it, when you do an e-citation, it'll tell you what the baseline cost of the ticket is. So right, sometimes you if you're parking is $30. If you go 35 miles over the speed limit, you're considered a super speeder and your, your baseline ticket cost is $999,999, which is a dollar away from a million dollars at that state fees along with savannah uh fees is how this man ended up with a 1.4 million dollar speeding ticket you just might need to just leave the state the country for that like <laughs> you, i mean there's gotta be a way however if you pay it and you appear in court they drop off the baseline so there you have it. all right we got a few minutes left uh Question from the chat. Y'all want to ask these other questions? Y'all, anything y'all want to talk about? We have three and a half, over almost three and a half minutes. Absolutely. Left. I have something I want to talk about. What's that? What are we going to do for Halloween? You guys know that's my favorite time of year, and I can't wait to find something to wear. And let me tell you who I've decided I think we should be. Okay. I think we should do um, good times. I think Q should be JJ, you should be Thelma, and I should be Michael. <laughs> I knew you was going to make me be JJ and I'm too fabulous. If I'm going to be anybody from Good Times, I'm going to be Walona Woods. Okay, okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay, Walona. How about you? Yeah. I can't be Walona, Claudia. <laughs> Ooh, the shade. You can. Of course, you can be whoever you want to be. I'm just thinking of the visuals and how much of a hot mess we could be. We would be so much fun. What are you talking about? Q, do you have any other ideas? Well, Halloween, I don't like Halloween. I told you I don't like it. I don't even want to do it. If it's up to me, we come to work dressed regular. Oh. Such a party pooper. Well, if since you can't dress regular for Halloween, who would you be? You were very excited last year to be Erica Badu. What happened? I was faking for this job because I was trying to keep it. But <laughs> um, I, I think it's fun to just like have a little fun, though. You know, it's not like we dress up at the time of the times of the year. So it was like one night that we could just have fun with our fans. I, I I like silly stuff. I like make I like political figures making fun of that. Like um, I I definitely have had some horrific. I was Sarah Palin one year. Trump made fun of all these people. Um, I, I'm obsessed with the political world, but you like musical figures, so maybe from the field that you're really into, you know. Halloween is just hot. I don't like being hot. Halloween is a hot holiday, and I don't like being hot. I've just never liked it. And you live in Florida. Okay. We got enough, we got enough Halloween characters walking around here, 365. Someone said Claudia should be Candace Owens. I don't know if I could pull that off. I don't know if I could pull that off. Al, what were you saying? Someone in the chat? Oh, yeah. No, someone in the chat said that they would like to see Funky Dineva do Funky Dineva circa 2012 for Halloween. Oh. Red lipstick and all the shade. That could be a fun show. That could be a fun show, Q. That's, that back, that's back when I used to wear the raggedy wigs and the red lipstick. You know what? I just, oh, I just might. But you know what? Somebody put in the comments. Somebody should be Joyce. I'll be Joyce. <laughs> what type of wig you gonna wear, Al? Oh, okay, so all you gotta do is like put like a like a short curly wig on, have some glasses, <laughs> have a Newport cigarette hanging from your lip, and hold a right. plate of crab legs. Right? right. The is costume. the wig moisturized, Claudia, or is it dusty? Ooh. 
<laughs> She's in the chat right now. <laughs> she said you're fired. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Claudia, who are you going to be? Someone said be Justin. I could be Justin. Justin's cute. I could be Justin. Hey, you know what? We gonna figure this you out. You put a bun on your head. A what? A bun. He wears a bun now. He okay. All right. We gonna work this out. We gonna work on Q and try to get Q into the Halloween spirit because he he little grumpy. But we gonna work on him. I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva and those four margaritas that Al clearly had. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off. Again, if we're not canceled, we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See you in a couple weeks. Good night, soulmates.